Thank you for tuning in to the Repairs of the Breach podcast. We pray that this message reach, repair, and restore as our pastor, Calvin King, delivers a message from God. Now, today I'm going to talk about something that's already up on the slide that I know is taboo in the church. Okay? We shouldn't talk about it. Okay? We're supposed to do ministry out of love and compassion. Okay? Even though the Bible says money answereth all things. So living in this kingdom, we're sent here where faith is our key. But guess what? The, earth, the world wants one thing. What's that? Your money. To be for sure of it, okay? If you go to the gas station, what do they want? Okay? You go to the grocery store, what do they want? Even if you're sick and go to the doctor, what? He wants you to get healed, right? No. He wants you to stop by that desk and make sure that you got all your insurance stuff because in, in we want your money. So for the Christian to come into this earth realm thinking that we don't have to put emphasis on money, we're wrong. It's the enemy that's been fighting us. Now, Pastor, are you a prosperity preacher? No, but I preach on prosperity because I believe prosperity is a part of it. I believe we need to prosper in this life. Amen. I'm going to deal with some things today about money, and then next week I'm going to hit you even harder. So if you can't catch it today, you probably want to wear your seatbelts next week. Okay? But I want to deal with this money thing because it is important. Is there anybody in here who don't need money? Oh, okay, 100%. Hmm, that's, that's unusual. <laughs> is it who said too hot? Who's too cold? I can get all different types of hands that'll go up. But one thing we agree on, we all want money. So for us to be able to say that we don't need it, we don't want it, that's a confusing statement. Now, even in the kingdom of God, for you to think that you don't need money, you're wrong. Because guess what? These lights have to be on. This air has to be adjusted. They did not give us this land. We bought this land. They did not freely bill us this church. We paid for this church and still paying for it. Amen. So don't let the devil tell you they always talk about money. No, we always need to talk about it because you won't get past it if we don't. So I'm not the one who always talks about money, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you understand that I'm after God's heart and not your money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, if I can get your heart, the money comes along with the territory. That's why God sent us to this earth and we begin to, co- to copy the, the behaviors of this world, and we see things that we want, and we know the only way we're going to get it is with money, so we start going after the money. And that's when we get off. No, God gave you faith, which is much more precious than gold that perishes. But we trade our faith in or put our faith in what? The money. Remember, I told you, faith is such a tangible item that you can put your faith in whatever you want to. You put your faith in your marriage. You put your faith in your children. You can put your faith in your car. You can put your faith, whatever you put your faith in, it will operate, but guess what? The devil will come after your faith. Whatever you put your faith in. You put your faith in your marriage, he's coming after your marriage. You put your faith in your children, he's coming after your children. You put your faith in your job, he's coming after your job. Not that he wants your job. He does not want to go to work. He wants your faith. And because we have our faith in these things, we get mad and we fight for these things more so than fight the good fight of faith. So the devil get us off. From kingdom duties because we fight the wrong battle. My battle is to hold on to my faith and my faith in God. I thank God for Miss Nakia. She ministered this morning. And you guys need to start coming to 930 services. Amen. A lot of nuggets there. See, the devil know that if I can just get your focus off, I can get you off. 
Some of the battles that you believe in God for, some of the things that you believe in God for, when God does not manifest it, the Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. When you don't get what you want from God, you get a little bit deterred. You get a bit, you know, you know it, it, it just messes you up a little bit on the inside. And with that little bit messing up, a little leaven levels a whole lump. And then next thing you know, you've done something stupid. You yielded to sin because of your hurt of not getting what you want. You become disobedient. And that disobedience leads you to unbelief. And that unbelief leads you to rebel. There are some people who left church because they've been hurt. Not that they've been hurt or mad at the church because the whole church can't hurt you. Mm -hmm. But you got offended really at God because God didn't produce. And that unproducing or unproductivity that you noticed came from God. And therefore, the devil made you believe that it wasn't working. And since it wasn't working, you just went on and yielded and gave yourself to sin. Okay. That's enough. Nikita, I don't know if they got it when you taught it. They didn't give it, I got it either. Okay, so we all right. Okay. So, so what I want to do is to try to be a blessing to you to help you to understand Living in this, king, in this world, God called you to establish his kingdom. So everywhere you go, you have to be willing to allow God to use you because that's how the blessings come in. It's not going to come in just by you doing your own thing. It's going to come in because you're doing the thing that God called you to do, and that's to expand his kingdom. So you're going to have to have a kingdom mindset, all right? Having a kingdom mindset that nothing belongs to me, but I possess it all. Nothing belongs to me, but I possess everything. Why? Because of who I am. God says the earth is the Lord, the fullness thereof, the world, that, and they that dwell there in it. He said that the heavens is the Lord. He said, but I gave earth to man. Even though God possesses it, he gives it to us to be good stewards over. So who owns your money? God does. Let me tell you the truth. What is money made out of? Paper. 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 So where does the value come from? What we give it. What we give it. Do you realize when you go into Mexico that they have a monetary system over there? And your U.S. dollars is worth more than their pesos because of the fact the value that we give it. If you go over there and, and, and your, your bill is, is $39 and you give them 50 and they pay you back change in pesos, they just beat you. Some of you missed it. Because you don't know the value of it, it's easy for somebody to get over on you. If you don't understand the value of your faith, The devil's going to beat you. He's going to have you with your value system all twisted up that you don't, you don't value faith so much because you're going after money. He's just twisted on it. And then once you go after money, then he's going to allow that money to become your God. And if money ever become your God, you will worship it as, you know, it's not hard for me to be able to understand what it's like to worship something because I look at how people worship money. Nobody here worship it. I say you're very close. 
Because money tells you what time to get up. Mm -hmm. It tells you to stay focused. Uh -huh. It tells you what to do, how much you can get, how much you can get and can't get. Money speaks to you. Uh-huh. Well, 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 I ain't serving it. Hmm. If it rains, you'll go to work. But if it rains on Sunday, I got to pray, Lord, please, Lord, let him, Lord, please, Lord, let him hear this message. Lord, send him, Lord, wake him up, God, touch him right now. Send angels, God, help him out, God. But I don't have to do that on Monday morning. Uh-uh. So we got to be careful with this thing called money because it is no value to the kingdom because God looked at faith. And he gave you faith to be able to go get the money. What we have to do is understand how much do God want us to have? How do he want us to get it? And what is it for? Okay? All right. So as we get into this money issue, I want you to get your hearts ready so that you can receive it, every bit of it, okay? It's not a shouting message, but it's an informational message so that you'll know what you can do. Amen? God does not want you broke. He does not want you broke. He does not want you poor. Amen? Matter of fact, the price that Jesus paid, oh, my God. We should have it all. So let's go to it a little bit, Ms. King. Um, let's 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 see what what we will do for the love of money. First Timothy chapter six and ten says this: For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, and some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. You hear that? For the not money. People say the money is the root of all evil. That's a lie. Money is not the root of all evil. The love of it is the root of all evil. Meaning that if you love money, there's no sin that's untouchable for you. Matter of fact, there's no sin you can really do, really get involved in without money. At some point, money was an issue. You go out in the streets and you meet that woman at night, she don't want your money. Folks that steal it, they want the money. You go buy the car, they want your money. If you're going to have an affair, you're going to have to spend some money. So most of the sins that we get involved with, the lust of the flesh, the, love of the, the, uh, the lust of the eye, and the proud life, needs money. That's why the, money, the Bible says it is the root of all that's evil. Not money itself. So God does not mind you having money. He just don't want the money to have you. God says, I am a jealous God. And he will not share you with another. So if money starts to take over your life, God becomes jealous. He said, money can't do to, for you more than I can do for you. He said, I am God. Besides me, there is no other. So for you to worship God and not, I mean, worship money and not worship God, God said, that is confusing. He said, and because of this, because the love of money is the root of all kind of evil, some people Craving money. How many of you here craving money? When you crave it, you get to the point that you just, you, you, you do some crazy thing for it. Mm. I just got to have it. I wonder what it would be like if I had all my bills paid. All my, 
You got to get to God. And because the craving is so deep, people wander from the true faith and start getting into some crazy stuff to get it. That's why we got to watch it. Money can be devastating even to preachers. Some preachers have had a call of God in their life, but went after money, and, and when they got into this era that money may have came into their life, or the blessings started coming to life, they started doing crazy things with it. They got too flashy. They got too high. They got too mighty. They got too prideful. They got too many women. Money brings out what's in you. If you hoish, money going to show you how hoish you are. It ain't the money that did it. It was in you that the money gave you an opportunity to do what you didn't have the money to do at first. That's why God can't bless something with money. Because he know what you're going to do. Why my blessing ain't came through? God said because your growth hadn't matured. You're still acting like a child. And God wants you to have it, true enough. But because of the way you are, God said, all I'm going to do if I give it to you is pierce you with many sorrows. And that's not going to be good. All right. So don't blame everybody because they don't know how to handle money. I'm going to tell you the truth. Money does make you look better. I said it. It does. It makes you dress better. You can get your wig did. You can get your hair cut. You can get some implants. I've been looking at some of those, but they ain't going to go there. But. And then they're going to show that picture up there. But I said, I should have sprayed it. They have to tell me, no, they're going to use that. I sprayed it. Come on, do something. Let it go. Put it on. Let it go. You know, I... Uh, it was ironic. My wife kept me to the movies last night, and uh, we watched Bad Boys. Old rascals still trying to hold on to being bad boys. It looked ridiculous. And I said, Lord, ain't that us? And he done painted his beard black and everything. And I, and, I mean, come on. We, we don't want to let... I, some of y'all hadn't saw it, but anyway. Uh, it, it's ironic that, you know, when we were young, we wanted to be old. But now that we're older, we want to go back to being young. And we still think we got it. Our mind is telling us we can do it. But once we do it, our body says, what the heck is wrong with you? So, so we got to be careful now that we get older, we get more settled. We're just not spending money like we used to. And now God can trust us with a little bit more. Like what? Why didn't you give me this when I was 16, when I was 22, when I was 27? God said, because you couldn't handle it. Now that you're getting older and settled, you become more wiser. God said, I can now trust you with some stuff. I can release a little bit more money to you now because you got some sense now. You realize that you're not bad boys for life. All right, here we go. Let's go a little deeper. No man can serve two masters. Now, God's saying, I want you to understand these principles before the money comes. Because the money is going to come as long as you operate in kingdom principles. The kingdom has designed things to operate on your behalf. Give, and it shall be given unto you. 
good measures, pressed down, shake together, and run it over, will he cause men to give into your bosom? The Bible says, if you walk up right before me, I withhold no good thing from you. The Bible says, if you do what God has called you to do, he said, these blessings shall overtake you. So God has a design that the money is going to come after you. So if you keep operating kingdom principles, you're going to have to be patient. It's not going to come overnight, and we're going to discover this in scriptures. It's not going to come overnight, but it's going to come in the process of time. And during that process of time, you're going to have to learn how to handle yourself. You're going to learn how to mature in this thing dealing with money. All right? No man can serve two masters. Luke 16 and 13. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. You hear that? Why would God even put that in the Bible? I mean, come on, God. Why would you... Come on, nobody's going to serve money. Oh, it's deceptive. It's easily, easily will lead you astray. Because you'll work harder for money than you will for God. I mean, even in this room right now, there are many have been snared by it or led astray by it. Because of the love for it or what money is doing. Money, once you let it in, it'll begin to get to you. Slowly break your morals down. Slowly. If God was to tell you, I'm going to give you this weekend, do whatever you want to do. Money is not an object. You can go to Cairo. You can go to Spain. You can go to Italy and and don't bother. Whatever you want to do when you get there, I'm giving you a free get-out-of-jail ticket. You can have it your way. You can sin as much as you want. And it won't nothing be held against you come Monday morning. What would you do? No, stop thinking. Come back from Cairo. Come back from Egypt. Let's get back in the church. All right? Because money will show you what's in you. You'll go to Vegas and get through gambling, and you done lost a billion dollars. <laughs> it's still funny to you. You done ran every woman and every man on the street, and it's still funny to you. Because Monday morning is all over. Don't you know Monday morning that desire will still be in you? Money only showed what was in you. Okay? So what God wants to do is to get in you. So that when you get that money, it don't matter. Because if you're going to stay at the house, you stay at the house anyway. Now that you got a billion dollars in your account, what I want to do? I just, you know, call some folks over and let's just cook, barbecue. When you get to the point that money don't change you, you find yourself ready for money. If it's going to change you, you're not ready for it. So now you have to determine how much of a kingdom walk you got going on. Because as long as you act a fool over money, you're not ready for money. You cannot be enslaved to this stuff. It's only what? Paper. It's only paper. But because you put your faith in that paper, now it has so much value to you, you'll do anything for it. Watch this. 
What would people do for money? I just want you to read this. Don't read it, Miss King, just yet. I got this from somebody. And I don't know who. <laughs> I just want you to read it first. I just want you to think about it. What would you do for money? Because mm -hmm. some people will steal from their mother for the love of money. Some people will rob their own brother. Not saying you. For the love of money. Some people can't even walk the street because they never know who in the world that they're going to beat. All for that lean, mean, mean green. The almighty dollar. Some people will rob their God. Some people, just for the love of money, will rob God. Now, don't get nervous. I'm not going to get into tithing. Not yet. So, don't get nervous. But the OJs came out with that song. And we just sung it. And didn't really understood it. Now I understand it. When it becomes your Lord, your God, it will dictate what you do. Some of you can watch our prayer warrior drop money out of her purse and walk away and you'll come behind her and pick it up and put it in your pocket. And say, God bless you. She turn around, baby, bless you. <laughs> really? That goes back to moral and character. So you want to elevate to money, but you hadn't dealt with your moral issues, your character issues. Yeah, you need it. And if somebody dropped and you saw they drop it, and you're going to go put your foot on it, your character is not kingdom character. What would you do for money? We get mad at the prostitute on the street at night. Should I go there? If you're giving him the milk for free, He ought to buy the cow. If he can't put a ring on it, what makes you any different from the woman out in the street? Because covenant makes a difference. If neither one of you have a covenant, how can you point your finger because she's doing it on the street at night and you're doing it in a bedroom? Well, he ain't paying me. Really? Huh. Okay. Yeah, boy. Money's powerful. It's not demonic. 
It's just open up a door to the demonic. If you'd like to learn more about the repairs of the Breach Ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.org. Want to stay connected to the church updates and news? Text ROTB to 24587. 24587. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you.